G'day everyone, this is Travis. Welcome to my 15th channel. I'm doing this podcast thing a bit crazy. I'll get some nutty people on the podcast with me. Who have we got today? Hello. Avia. Where are you from, Avia? Brisbane. Yeah. And I'd like to go to Waco. To Waco? No one likes Waco. Well, I do. Oh, that's good. And we've got your father, Jeff, here. <laughs> oh, hello. Jeff. Hello, Kevin. <laughs> G'day. G'day. Welcome to the show, I suppose. That's it for the second millionth time. Okay, cool. Thanks, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's a chilly afternoon in winter, and you're at Wakehall today. I am. Am or were? Well, I was. You was. I was. I were. Which one? Which ones? I don't know. I'm not I good was. at grammar. I no. I was. I I'm was. not an English teacher. I Isn't don't it? I was. You 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 were, you were at Waco, yes. But they he both were. The so. But they were. They both were. They did. I work. was at Waco, but I were at Waco. No, we were. We well, I was. We all. Was we it? Was is a more t- present tense, and were is a longer time ago. Yeah. Okay, so... In my opinion, I'm probably absolutely were. wrong. Okay, so we were at Waco. Mm-hmm. And what's at Waco to take you, I don't know, 15 k's the other side of town? Mm. Uh, it's got to be worthwhile to go on something. What do you do there? Uh, fun gel ball games. You can see the horses. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a... What is it called? A... Op shop. Op shop. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> An op shop where mm-hmm. you can find cool bargains there. Yeah, like what? Um, there's some col- coals. <laughs> there's <laughs> some clo- clothes, mm-hmm. bed sheets. Um, there's like cool little cups and stuff there, mm-hmm. and little knickknacks in that. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's a knickknacks? What's a knickknack? Fatty whack, give a dog a bone. <laughs> I have no. Clue. These old man's a Rolling Stone. No, that's a silly joke. But yeah. they have furniture there as oh well yeah, for veterans and, and you know stuff like that. A lot yeah. of people donate stuff and. Um, I took a, a old real projector up there, you know, the reel-to-reel projectors up there the other week. Yeah, and you got a really good couch from there? I did get a really good couch from there, and, and it's really comfy. comfy and yeah. It, they're all lazy boy um, electric, and it was... Who's a lazy boy then? <laughs> <laughs> it was an amazing bargain, but yeah, you know, it's all for good money and good charity. So, what, let's be more specific. What do you do about horses at Waco? What? How do you? Because you like to help out there, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, I like to. Well, one of the staff there took me down to see the horses. Her name is Roxy. Roxy, <laughs> you don't have to. Pu- no, I don't have to subject the public to my singing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's a lot of cool horses there. Um, you can do this thing. It might sound really weird, but you like clean up the horse poop with this like cool little trailer thing with the golf buggy, which is amazing. Mm. You wouldn't think that driving a golf buggy with effectively a massive scoop behind it is fun. Is fun, but it is like when once you do like once you do it for the first time, you like it's really fun. But the uh, bad thing is you got to have someone that's really strong to empty it, aka mm. my dad. Hello. I'm the poop emptier. Thanks for that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've already. I'm what? You've already said that name, but okay. No. Oh wait. Ian's just there. So, what do you like dry? Why, why do you like doing that at Waco? Because it's fun and easy, and I can help other people and make their life easier. So you're a pleaser. You like to p- make people happy. Yeah. Do you like the cause that Wounded Heroes is all about? Yeah. It's so, but what's a veteran to you? What's a veteran mean? Um, someone that used to be in the army, like an ex-army mm-hmm. person. Yeah, like my dad. Like your dad? He's certainly a veteran. Alex. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a long time ago, but I was a veteran. Yep. 
Yes, I am a oh, veteran. You, well, I wonder if you were a veteran. <laughs> yeah, you, you can you never can't put a past tense on yeah, being a veteran. You can't. No, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the you past can't. Participle or something. I was crazy. serving. I'm now a veteran. Should I say? Albeit a long time ago. Yeah. With yeah. some operational service under your belt as well. Let's that's be right. frank about that. Yeah. Have you ever talked to your dad about that stuff? I ha- wait. Have I? I think I have, haven't I? Yeah, like you've a asked, little bit. Yeah, you've asked me those those questions that you you know veterans always get asked typically. Maybe in a few years you can have a really candid conversation about it. Possibly, maybe. Possibly, possibly. Possible. I said possibly. Okay. Possible. No, possible's a website. <laughs> what website? I'm serious. Is it? It's a crowdfunding website called Possible. Oh, okay. Which is a play on possible. Yeah. Yeah. Possible, I meant to say, but we'll go with possible. Mm-hmm. And you've helped out in the op shop a couple of times, haven't you? Yes, I have. And I have did a lot of stuff. What did you do? I helped put some clothes away, fold some sheets, mm-hmm. um, help some people out. Is that to practice for, like, folding your own sheets at home and doing <laughs> the laundry for Dad? Um, I wish. I think Bill would really appreciate it. I wish. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. One I day, maybe. One day. Yeah, one day. But I do Pigs will fly, but one day. Well, I do put the wool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a flying something. It's not a pig. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I got good feedback from you helping out anyway. Oh, you did? Yeah. I got, um, I think uh, uh, Pam was there at the time and um, she actually came up to me afterwards and she said, I cannot believe that your daughter is only 10 years old because she was so helpful and she did so much more than any other 10-year-old that's ever helped out. I did do a lot that day Mm. and I'm proud of myself. You should be. And granted, you should be. Mm. What else have you done to help at Waco? You've helped at Gel Ball? Yeah, I've helped at Gel Ball. I've helped in the canteen. I've d- done the horses. And what else have I done? You helped with Roxy, didn't you? Oh, yeah, I did help. The, remember with the Roxy. first time you actually went, we went to Waco and you helped out with Roxy? What were oh, you yeah. doing? I was helping her in the little shop thing. What is it called? In the container. Yeah, the container with yeah. like, I put like the magazine. I get people sorted with their guns and stuff. With the blasters. The blasters, yes. What did you have to do? So when somebody came in and said, oh, I'd like to rent a blaster, what did, what did you have to do to help Roxy? I would have to get the magazine, the right magazine, and then get, like, the refills, the gels. Um, Was it tricky knowing which magazine went with which blaster to start Oh, with? yeah, I still don't know which ones. <laughs> Um, but I do know some of them, but I don't know the gun. And d- did you have to do anything else to the blaster before you handed it over to somebody that came in? Oh, yeah, I had to make sure that there was a battery in there. Oh, yeah, okay. I had to put a battery in, yep. um, make sure that it was working. So I turned it on, sh- like, shot it a few times. That is good. Mm-hmm. Go on. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Um. What else did I do? Oh, yeah, I shot it to make sure it was okay, and then I put it on safe, and then I handed, I had handed it to them, and then I gave them, oh, safety glasses as well, so then they don't get shot in the eye. And you make sure it's all hygienic. You give yeah. it the wipe over to make sure no one gets COVID. Yep. And why did you have to make it safe before you gave them the blaster? In case something went wrong and uh, it might have got them injured and something, they could have got shot in the eye. Mm, very good, yeah. yeah. So as as a veteran, you know, when you're a serving soldier, whenever you um, hand a weapon over to somebody else to hold, then you always make sure that the there are no rounds in the chamber. Mm-hmm. They call that making safe. And yep. you show the other person that there's no rounds in the chamber. And then once you've said that it's clear from any rounds in there, then you make sure it's on safe and then you hand them the, the weapon and then they know that they've got a safe weapon there. Yeah, and you obviously shoot at the floor before you hand it to them, not up high. With, with a jaw blaster, yeah. <laughs> yes. Not, yeah. not with a real uh, Yeah, no. definitely. Yeah. So One of the things people have talked about is putting a clearing bay 
like we used to have in the military. You have a big drum full of sand Mm -hmm. and that's where you clear your rifle into. And to give people that feeling of being a bit like the military, we could have a little half drum full of Mm. sand. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Good good reinforcing habits for if they do get firearms. Mm, Absolutely. Teach them to be responsible and uh, with it and talk, think about safety of other people around them. How do you feel about some of the responsibility people have given you to help at Wokol? I feel like I am, like, older than I am because, like, I get the opportunity to, like, volunteer, like, as, like, being my age, which is 10, and um, some places don't let you volunteer for being like when you're young because it's usually like 13 nine months yeah but like i'm not actually like working there i'm like volunteering yeah but there's even some rules around that yeah you need to be smart enough and worldly Mm. mature enough mature that's the word i'm looking for mature enough and i think you've got maturity in spades for your age Mm -hmm. a lot of people have said that actually you know sue from uh, Wounded Heroes have said that, and even Karen, albeit a brief time that you know, she's met you. Mm-hmm. She would have gone, she's how old? What? Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, no. Exactly. She's like 16. <laughs> <laughs> and how does it make you feel, you know, um, having that responsibility given to you? What do you think about yourself now? I feel like I have an, <clears throat> I feel like I have like an actual job a purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Does it give you any sort of meaning? Um, like people trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm mature enough to like volunteer and to do stuff responsibly. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think that doing this sort of stuff for a couple of years leading up to when you're 14 might help you if you wanted to get a part-time job outside of school? Um. Um, yes, so I know what, like, I am have to do, like, what I'm kind of looking, like, what is it called? What's the word? Like What you're applying for, what you're going to no, try? No, like the... Your experience? No, what I know I'm signing up for. Oh, yeah, like okay. that. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So that's not like, so like, oh, geez, okay. Because <laughs> it's like, you don't really know what you're doing on the first day until, like, have someone to help you Mm. yeah but it's good do you think that you're um capable of being uh, adapting to different things so if somebody asks you to do something you can figure it out and you can say oh yeah i know what that needs to be done there yeah but if i don't then i'll ask for help but i'll try to do it well, here's a question. If we, because you've driven the golf buggy a bit, mm-hmm. if we had a ride-on mower, do you think that you would have skills from driving the buggy a that what? you could then apply to driving a mower? A mower? Like the little orange tractor thing. What do you call them? A, ri- the? a ride-on mower. No, but what's the name you call it? A ride-on mower. No, the orange one. Boris. Boris. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Boris, yeah. Yeah, the only difference is Boris has gears. Oh, um, I'll have to learn it, mm. but... But the skills from driving the buggy, would that make you more confident to learn on Boris? Yeah, probably, because it's like, it's kind of like driving a car, but without gears and stuff like that. You just, you know, put your foot on the pedal and brake when you want to stop and um, make sure you're concentrating on where you're driving. Mm. Like, yeah, it's really fun. And easy. What did you learn from driving the the buggy um, when you're going across the field and you're looking ahead of you on the ground? What do you think um, is important? Well, I've definitely got to watch out for the kangaroos and the like the bumps. And when I'm going up like a little hill to go like a bit slower because it could tip. Mm-hmm. So you've got to be very careful with that and you've got to learn how to drive it. Do you drive it very fast or do you just drive it? Well, I just drive it normally because if you go too fast, then like something might happen and you don't turn like really like quickly. Shut up. 
yeah, like sharp turns, no. Because if she does tip, then you're definitely injured, which is bad. And do you think having passengers on there is even more important to drive safely? Yes, because I don't want to hurt anybody else, including myself, and get other people injured. What other things have you done at Waco? Have you done gardening or mowing or anything like that? Helped clean up? Oh, yeah, I've helped clean up after in the, at the end when people hand in their guns. I help, to, like, tip the gels out and put them back on the shelves and take the batteries out and um, get the mags out, like I said. And stuff like that. What about canteen stuff? You did a little bit in the canteen. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, you just serve um, food and you've got to be really responsible in there. Um, you got to think about safety all the time, yeah. there, don't you? Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. You're telling me. <laughs> did you, did you um, when customers ordered their food and their drinks, did you do anything on the little iPad thing? Or? On the cash register? Oh, yeah, I did the cash register. It was really fun. Why is that? Why do you, why do you say that's fun? Because I've never used one before, but you've got to be really responsible as well so nothing bad happens and make sure you know what you're doing. That's fair. Yeah. What do you reckon, Sebastian? Uh, look, I've seen her around Wakel and... Uh, the thing about Wakel and and like any parent knows is that you know when you're around these environments you've got to have confidence in the people that are are there um and and you have to feel comfortable that you know they've got the right values so that if you're child does go off and volunteer with them and do something that you know they're going to be well looked after they're going to be treated you know uh, correctly and they're going to be taught some life skills you know um so i'm very happy with the people that are, are up there and i have no problems whatsoever of knowing that rv is off with roxy down at the bottom doing some gel blasting uh, uh, you know blaster preparation for hires and things like that you know uh if she wants to go off and and, and scoop the horse poop up for example then you know i'm I'm very ha- confident that whoever she's with, she's safe. And you're getting to a point where you'd be happy for her to scoop the poop without a person on the buggy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And that's a pretty big thing for a 10-year-old. Yeah. More responsible for my actions. <sighs> Responsibility. <laughs> um, yeah. So what else do you enjoy do you like interacting with the clients, the people that come to Wake to spend money? I do get nervous, though, like first meeting people I've never met before because, like, they're strangers. But I do want them to have fun and mm. find cool things and have a good time. Do you find it's a bit like being an actor? You can put this mask on and go, all right, I'm here to do a job. They know that you're going to come to me and get the blast dry. Just say, here's the ma- da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Does that make it easier for you? Yeah, because then I know what to do and just have fun mm. and make people welcome so they want to come back. Mm. Why is that important? Because if people don't come back, that might mean that they that they have that we didn't make any money and um that they didn't have a good time. So that's why we've got to be really nice and make sure they're comfortable in my call. Let's get lots of pillows so they can be really comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think if more people come back, then more money gets raised for wounded heroes and veterans and and the and the um, things that wounded heroes does for the veterans? Yes. Have you thought about? We've got this thing in October called Stone Pillow. Have you heard of that? No, not yet. So what we all do is we try and spend one night like a homeless person. We all go out on the oval and sleep on the oval under a blanket. So we get a bit of an appreciation for what it's like to be homeless. And that's why we call it Stone Pillow because you're sleeping rough. Are we not allowed a bean bag? A <laughs> bean bag? A bean <laughs> bag, not a homeless bleep. person with a bean bag. <laughs> yes, some people do. Where? Show me a photo. 
I turned mm. off my phone. <laughs> so I, I have can't. a doubt. Anyway, what do you want? A sleeping bag. Pardon? A sleeping bag. Is yeah. That what, well, yeah, you could have that instead of the blanket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could I have a pillow as well? Would a homeless person have a nice clean pillow or would they have a dirty, scungy, skanky <laughs> type pillow? Um. So which would you like, the skanky pillow or no pillow? <laughs> well, listen, some sleeping bags like mine has a hood over. Yeah, so and what you do is you get your clothes and you push them into the hood and that makes your pillow. Oh, I could do that actually. Yeah. Smart. The idea is about trying to improvise and sleep rough. Yeah. But not like rough like wolf. Do you think there are a lot of veterans that are homeless? Um, Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I was about to ask you. Well, ask him. Why are a lot of veterans homeless? Wait, can I take a guess? Go on then. Is it because once they come out of the army, um, they don't really have anywhere to stay? That's right. Oh. That's one reason. So when they leave the forces, they may not have had, you know, they may not have any family. Um, they may um, get into work and find a, a home, but then they might find it difficult to... Um, move back into civilian life because all they've known is military life and they might fall on hard times and might not be able to find, you know, find the money to pay their bills and find that the landlord says, right, that's it, I've, I want you out and they've got nowhere else to go. You know the thing I miss most about being a kid? What is that? Never having to think about money. As an adult, it's such a pain in the bum. It's always something that you're thinking about. Mm. I don't have to pay the bills. Yeah, that's exactly right. Or the electric. Yeah. Sometimes I wish I was a kid, but I wasn't a kid, so then I can, like, drive and, yeah. Mm. I remember when I was about 12, because we lived in the country, we were going to McDonald's for the first time, and I thought, that a Big Mac would have been about 12 to $15. So I saved up that just to buy the Big Mac. I wasn't going to get the <laughs> fries and the chips. And I saved up $15 and I got there and the Big Mac isn't $15, is it? No. <laughs> no. You could have paid for a meal then. But it sort of proved to me that I had no idea yeah. what things were worth. True. Mm. How did, Dad, how did you find somewhere to stay then when you came out of the army? Uh, oh, that, I think that whole story is going to be uh, food for another podcast, yeah. I believe. And, yeah. You know, um, I'd love to answer that right now, but I think I'm going to leave it for that podcast. Okay, fair enough. And I'm actually going to throw to an ad. You ready for this? Absolutely. We don't normally do this, but I'm going to throw in an ad. Three, two, one. Thanks for listening to the Milsim podcast. We're not sponsored directly by any business. So how does it exist? Because of a dedicated group of people who send me money on Patreon. Patreon is a way for me to pay for the cost of hosting and sharing this podcast on the internet and upgrading equipment as required. And you can get some perks if you're in Patreon. A few people pay a significant amount, but I'd like a bunch of people who like what we do to just pay $1 a month as they really help me with the algorithms. I do shout out events and retailers, but they are all things I'm directly involved in running myself or their events or products I want to support in the community. You also won't be here running anyone down directly, but I will give feedback I think is constructive. You can also support me once off via PayPal if you don't like Patreon, or you can send me mail or products to review via Wounded Heroes at PO Box 73, Ellen Grove 4078 in Queensland. But please be aware I can't return review products unless you include full return postage. I thank you in advance for your anticipated support, and I hope you're enjoying our podcast. Wow, thanks for that word from me as our sponsor. Very good. <laughs> it feels really weird listening to yourself talking in the background in your own podcast. I feel really weird about putting that ad in, but look. It is what it is. It is what it is. Got to make the mole money because guess what? 
podcasting is not all it's cracked up to be in terms of being a millionaire. No, yep. it's not. It's not. Absolutely not. But, you know, I think your podcasts are fantastic. And, you know, we've got an example here where, you know, is this the first 10-year-old interview that you've done? Absolutely. It's first the first person under 18, I would think. Yeah. Podcast. There yes. You go. You're a star. Breaking uh-huh. barriers. There you go. Create blazing a path of your own. And before we set up, you, like you helped me set up the studio. You did, did a bit of research on YouTube. I did. I didn't really look at that, but. <gasps> yeah, I but you managed I to plug things yeah. in the right places and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. I did have some help though. A little help from my friends. Ooh, I get back. You know that one? No. It's a bit old for you. I'm yeah. not that old. And are you used to hearing your voice now? I will. I will be. I, I love the look on your face when we did the first little snippet of recording and then played it back to you. I was so Anyone at home, shocked. it's that classic kid overreaction mm. without the flailing arms. The, oh, my God, I hate you. Yeah. But a little, bit, a little bit less than that. <laughs> the Kevin and Perry turning 13. I'm going to use that forever now. <laughs> Do you think um, uh, the horses has a really big impact on helping veterans? Do you, know, do you know what we do with the horses during the day? Feed them? No. What? What do you do? We, we have people come out from Anogra Army Barracks and some mm-hmm. people come out from Ambly and the Air Force as well and they spend the day with the horses. They learn to groom them and they take them for a walk and they help clean their hooves and do that sort of stuff. They'll put the um, halter. Is that yeah, the right word? I believe so, yeah. Because I'm not a horse person. I don't know at all. But you have horses. I don't have horses. I live somewhere where there are horses. Oh. I do feed them occasionally, but it's not my thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but the veterans get a lot of confidence with being around an animal that big and up close to it and patting it and grooming and brushing and cleaning their tails. And the horses love the attention. It's like a cat. Mm. When it's on your lap, it starts purring almost. When I f- first visit, had to visit, what's the first, what's the Correct word, visited. Um, visited, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say visited. Okay. When I first visited the horses with Roxy, Ro- Roxy, um, I went down to uh, like a little area where there are only two horses. I forgot their names. Do you know what their names are? Um, I believe that was Felix and... Uh, Felix and... Um, I can't remember yeah, the other horse. The uh, Felix th- is gone now. Felix has gone to a new owner. Oh. It, it's good. They're a good person. They oh, deserve okay. it, yeah. I was going to say, oh, but like you've ridden horse. a horse though, haven't you? Remember I took you oh, on, yeah, oh, for, for your birthday. birthday. We went for a horse ride, didn't we? Yeah. And, and remember. It was funny because Dad's um, horse stopped to poop. <laughs> it was like diarrhea though. Do you know horses poo up to four times a day? And you've seen the size of the poos they do. No wonder they d- have always got their head down in the grass with that <laughs> amount of poo. <laughs> We've got 12 horses. Each of them does four poos a day. That's a lot of volume. <laughs> Poop. Is that why they're like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's why we have to scoop it up all the time because it'd just it'd be like a mountain. Yeah. So remember when you we went on that horse ride and I said to you, do you can you feel how strong the horses are when you're riding? They're, they're very yeah. powerful animals, aren't they? We yeah. went on for my birthday. It was in 2017, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, they At the end, they had like this whole like all the horses ran around really fast and galloped trotted yeah that yeah they trotted yeah right. they trotted around this like big field and um i nearly fell off it the horse which was really scary but yeah so when the what travis is saying is is that when the veterans come on around the horses because they are so big and powerful you know um they learn how to be around those types of um animals and and feel confident about them and they they sometimes um it takes their mind off other things as well it's very grounding yes absolutely yeah it gives you a center an earth something to refer back to yeah something like it takes their mind off gruesome things yeah certainly does helps yeah yeah have you thought about what you want to do in the next couple of years um Maybe work at Waco. <sighs> Doing what? Pardon? Doing what? Um, either in the canteen or just like helping out 
But yeah, I mostly want to do the canteen. Why? Because it's fun. Is it more fun to deal with clients face to face all the time and serve them food and take the money and? Or <laughs> second option is either down back in the containers where if I could, um, probably not though. Mm. Um, but yeah, mostly the canteen. Mm-hmm. And because it's fun and I like to do the cash register. Yeah. What about after that? Like 10 years' time when you get out of school, have you got a, an idea in your mind about that? I was thinking about that. I either want to be maybe like a maybe a doctor. Well, sure. not a doctor. I don't know. Like a horse doctor, a vet? <laughs> no. Like a people doctor? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that. that. Yeah. Yeah, that. A normal human being, Doctor. Do you know what that means, though? What? You they get, get paid a lot of money, though, don't uh, they? Before all of that. I've got to go into, like, college for, like, four years. Before all that. What? You've got to, like, get at least B+. Plus. That's right. Like, really, really high grades in everything you do at school for the next ten years. Did I say, did I say Doctor? Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, um, um, um. <laughs> you could do it. You've got this. You've got the. You, you, you're a smart girl. You're a very I have smart no girl. doubt that if you applied yourself, you could be a doctor. Oh, also, or I might want to be a teacher, maybe. <sighs> but dealing with kids all day, <laughs> oh. no. What did your teacher say? You tell me what your teacher said about she- having children. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and none of this. Um, so basically my teacher doesn't want to have children. She just wants, like, she thinks that would be too hard to have her own, but she likes working with kids. I can empathise with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you think, Peter? Oh, look, uh, you know, I've I've taught uh, in, in the UK, in Scotland, uh, you know, teaching IT, for example, and... Uh, uh, I have taught adults that you would think are children, you know. <laughs> Some adults play like children. Like, That's look right. at Terry. I mean, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, I've I've taught 19-year-olds that you would think are still at high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you thought about the military as a career? Oh, no, thank you. Why not? I don't want to die. But That's fair enough. Absolutely. I want to live. I want to live. Is there a song that's got that as lyrics? Um, Probably a Christian song or something. Yeah, I want to yeah. live. Yeah. yeah, something inspirational. But you could be in you could be in the military in a supporting role. That, that means you're not at the you know the. You could be a doctor. Yeah, in the could, military. Yeah, saving lives. Waco's kind of like being like pretending that you are in the military because like. There's certainly a dress up and pretend yeah. aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it's playing like a, gel gel blasting? Did you like playing on the field? It was definitely fun, but for me, like every time she got hit, <laughs> <laughs> they hurt. Like I think that they, they hurt, hurt or they hurt. They just hurt. Do they hurt or they just sting? Oh, especially oh, oh, oh. they sting. Especially dad's gun. Oh like a bee. God. I've never gotten stunned by a bee. Sting. <laughs> My That's a English today is search so engines bad. Search engines don't sting you. Well, I hope not. A <laughs> bee. Okay. But it's not just my blaster that stings. Every blaster stings if you've got bare skin. That's why we suggest you wear long pants and long sleeves. And Yeah, like if you're used to it, then you should be fine. But like when you're like running on the field and go, hey, Dad, can you shoot us? <laughs> well, if you ask to get shots. But like give me a few like. Minutes were like run away, <laughs> like a huge field. Like, come on, you did <laughs> like more 10 fast. seconds. You ran fast, very fast, and then go <laughs> <laughs> run away, run away. <laughs> but you you were laughing, though. I was what like, did, I was laughing, fine. I was, oh, I shot him in the nuts. That was <laughs> so funny. That was so funny. I though. wish I had a beat button for that. That's disgusting. I mean, I shot him in the head. I did I shoot you in the head? Yes, you did. You shot me in the in the cheek, in the cheek, in the stomach, in the butt, down there, um, mm. in the down there, mm. and that's all. 
And it was really funny. And in the leg. You shot him just about everywhere. Yeah. Hmm. It was really funny. And did you find that funny? <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy it? Did you like it when he reciprocated and shot you the same? No, because it hurts. Like, so you like to give your father pain but not receive no. No, like, what you give? He said if he shot me, then I could shoot him. Right. Or was it the other way around? Yeah, it was the other way around, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Wait, so if I shot him, he could shoot me. Okay, That's pretty fair. Quid pro quo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something for something. Yeah. And why do you think everybody um, dresses up uh, um, or wears the, a military uniform when they're at Waco, even though some of them are not veterans and some of them are not have never served? Why do you think they, they wear the uniforms that they do? I've got two reasons. Mm-hmm. One, because it's like green and you can camouflage to play. Mm-hmm. And the second reason is so you know like what the, like the outfits. What team you're on? Uh, teams. And out like what it will feel like to actually like what clothes to wear in the military. Mm-hmm. Do you like think that. it's just? Do you find that it's disrespectful at all, no. or do you find the veterans have no problems with other people dressing up like that? I don't think the veterans have problems dre- like other people dressing up like that because maybe little like maybe kids wanted to have like a tr- like try and just pretend. Yeah, pretend. It's like dress up, isn't it? It's dress yeah, up for adults, isn't it? Yeah. Well, as long as people don't take it seriously and go to Burger King and say, "Hey, give me a discount because I'm wearing camo." Yeah. yeah. So in 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 the military, um, soldiers uh, are awarded medals and things like that, and you've seen my my medals, um, and what some um, people do is they would as Travis said, is go to McDonald's and say, well, I'm a war veteran, can I get a discount? And um, what they're actually doing is they're, they're actually Bargaining. stealing the value of what somebody has gone through to earn that medal. They may have gone through a, you know, a engagement. A time. Yeah. So, so they're, they're basically it, like bargaining and like... Well, they're stealing no, they're, they're stealing. stealing. They're, they're, they're lying about who they are to it's try like, and get something cheap. It's like saying, pretend like one of yous like were a pr- like used to be a president. And you're like, hey, I used to be the president. Can I have this? And then, like, can I have this for Probably free? Probably even worse. Yeah. Mm. And it's it's called stolen valor, and it's not it's not a very nice thing to come across. And a lot of people don't understand that. So but don't you, do you, it. Yeah, but you don't see that at anyone at Waco, though, do you? No. They like to have fun. And they're very respectful. Yeah. Just like you. And the staff. Isn't that right, Peter? It is. Absolutely. The staff are very kind as well. Is Roxy kind? Oh, yeah. She She, listens. Yeah, she listens and she's kind. And, like, everyone's helpful. Mm. What about Steve? Oh, yeah, Steve's amazing. Amazing. Why do you say that? Because he's, like... He's like another dad. Yeah, he's like, he's kind of like my dad. Like, he's bald as well. Steve? Yeah. My brother Steve. (laughs) Different Steve. (laughs) Which Steve are you thinking of? I think she's talking about little Steve. Yeah. Mm. We're talking about Travis's brother, Steve. Have I met your brother? You were standing beside him today when we were talking. That was your brother? Yeah. <laughs> the one with the mohawk. The mohawk and the beard. That was your brother? Yeah. What? You don't yeah. you don't look alike. No, that's because I'm fat and he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. And he has a longer beard and you don't. And Well that's because I occasionally clipper myself. Whereas he waits seven years and then does it. <laughs> Gets the hobo look going on. I never on. knew that was your brother. I thought you meant the other guy that was sitting next to you. When? The one that takes pictures. No, that's not my brother. Oh. That's Jack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you find helpful at Waco? Uh, um, Tony? Oh, yeah, he fixes the blasters. Chris? Oh, yeah, he... Okay, so the people that do, like, fix the blasters are 
Chris and Tony and who else? Who else? Um, Chris and Tony do most of that, but Jamie yeah. also does some. Yeah. And what else? Oh, yeah, Sue. Sue. Um, The people that work at... Miranda. Yeah, Miranda. Have you met Miranda's daughter yet? No. She's just about to turn 10. Really? Really, truly. Oh. Uh, the other thing I like about Waco is they have their own shirts. They've got a uniform. Well, uniform. Mm. Wait, is that just for well, staff you, only? You wear a uniform at school, so that's the yeah. same, isn't it? Is that for only staff, though? No. There are some staff ones and some public ones. Oh, cool. Mm. Did you see the one Lorraine was wearing today? Who's that? She's the lady in the canteen. Oh, her, yeah, the one with the collar? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one that I asked Dad for. That's a stone pillow one. Oh. So you buy that and wear it to stone pillow. Apparently that um you guys are out of stock, but you did a new... You yeah, we can always order more. Yeah, apparently we did. Would you consider refereeing at Jobble? Yes, but... But... <laughs> there's always a but. Um, I don't like getting shocked because it does hurt. But like you said, like other Somet- people... It's an occupational yeah. hazard. Yeah. Like, it might... It'll pos- like, it'll be fun and to try, but I just don't want to get shocked. Hey, Francis, do you reckon she could be a ref? I think she'd be a very good ref. Um, what skills do you think you'd learn from being a ref? Um, to have a louder voice because, like, when I try to shout at people. Do, do we have refs shout? I don't know. They no, they don't, sh- they don't shout. Like, I don't mean, like, mean shout. I mean, like, to, like, say, get your mags out and stuff, like, kindly, like, if they're far, far away. So project your voice. Yeah, project your voice. That's what I mean. <laughs> How do they, how do they kind of um, get everybody's attention though? If they do need to get everybody's attention, what? So what they go, oh, are you maggot, stop doing that! I'll make you do fifty push-ups. <laughs> no, they blow a whistle. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, if there's something wrong, then they kindly ask them. Yeah. Like stop or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, why do you think the the refs there go through a? Do you think they just get picked off the street and go, there you go, you can be a ref, or do you think they have to have a, a, a certain type of personality and that do you think they have to go through a, like a training? Um, yes, I did see someone today um, with Karen who was wanting to do refing again because mm-hmm. they liked it because that must mean that's pretty fun. Yeah. And um, But, yeah, I think there is some... Like, they don't pick them off the street. Like, some players yep. ask that have played there, mm-hmm. ask if they could do some refing and... And we're always asking if anyone wants to volunteer to ref, yeah. please stick your hand up. Yeah. Because you, you can't ref forever. It gets quite boring if you're always refing and never getting to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like working in a burger shop, but you're never allowed to have one. If the manager's not there. <gasps> but I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it, though. I'll pay for it. Don't worry. <laughs> I've seen you at Macca's. I'm worried. <laughs> I don't work at Macca's. Yet. <laughs> not yet. And do you, do you think the people that volunteer to become refs, what do you think they get out of it? Um, Like f- fun, mm-hmm. like having fun and being able to know what it feels like to be a ref, mm-hmm. to see if they want to do it again. Mm-hmm. And if not, then they just get to play. No? If you're a ref, you're a ref. Like, if they don't... How often do you see me play? None. Mm, why? Because you're a ref. Because, because I've got to make sure everything happens. Oh. Okay, so... Yeah. And that's why it's important to have a group of people that are prepared to volunteer their time is so that not all not the same refs are refing all of the time mm. and that when they go there they can say, Do you know what? I would much rather be a player today and not have the responsibility of mm. refing because I just feel like I need to just burn off some energy and just run around the field and mm. have some fun. Like one of the guys that was refing today, it's the first time he's 
first time, second time I think he's ever refed. He's playing tomorrow. He's not refing, not responsible at all. He's just a player. I've got two things to say. Mm -hmm. One, I think it's really cool that way, Cole, is also that they have a safety brief, like the rules on what to do and not what to do. Mm -hmm. And if there's any problems, please see the staff and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And also the second thing was, what was I going to say? Do you think the safety brief covers a lot of everything and do you think it's it, it's very clear? Or do you find that it goes on and on? It's really <laughs> boring. Um, no, I think it's actually pretty good because, like, some people might not listen and then you can ask them to listen, though. And also, like, you get warnings if you've done something wrong. Then you ask to stop, and then if you don't stop, then what's the next step? So you've got lots of chances. Yeah, to you do get the chances. Right thing. Yeah, basically, yeah, that. That was a really terrible show in the nineties in Australia. Don't ever ask me about that TV show. It's called Chances. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you do you think that um, the referees um, expects the players to? Hold themselves accountable? Huh? Mm. Like when you're in tennis, if you obviously hit the ball out of the court, yeah. should the referee have to go, that's a bad one, or should the player go, yeah, I did the wrong thing there? Oh, okay. So like own up for what they... Yeah. Okay. So Without being told. Yeah, I think they should own up to being hit with a, like the gel ball um, so that everyone's being fair. And there's no lying, mm. and so Honor. yeah, so no one's t- like having to tell on them and like asking them to be. Honest. If you think there are players that are not being honourable and not calling their hits, how do you think that affects everything else? Um, there is a lot of like quite like a bit of complaints, kinda, which kinda is a bit annoying. For the other people, because they just they're just there to have play, and if other people are trying to like disrupt, like cheat, not, yeah, cheat and like not own up, then they're kind of ruining their fun time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go, Jeff. Oh, it's me, Dan. It's okay. Go, no, go. <laughs> Can I ask you questions now? Yeah, sure. Go for Did it. Did you have any questions? No. Okay. You ask. What do you like about Waco? Um, <coughs> wow. We have covered this on a previous podcast. I like the fresh air, the open spaces, and nature. Good one. And I like the fact that there are people there that... Understand camaraderie. And I totally know what that is. So, um, camaraderie. It's okay, I know what it is. You don't have to explain. So, you said you didn't know. Oh, so, sorry. camaraderie is where a group and of he people. Anyway. Well, as you know, where a group of people get together and they go through situations and they go through experiences in life and they feel that they have something in common together. Mm-hmm. You know? So they've yeah. experienced something in common, and that could be, you know, abseiling off a, a, a cliff face, for example, or you know, um, doing an ex- uh, an exercise of abseiling out of a helicopter, you know. Yeah. Um, so that gained and joined experience means that they know what each other's gone through, and yeah. that can be a sailor can abseil out of a helicopter onto a ship. So it doesn't matter that. You're in the Navy or the Army or the Air Force or even, like your dad, he was in an army in England. He wasn't an Australian soldier, but there is so much in common with just being a soldier. The thing that I also like about Wakehall is, like, all everyone's, like, respectful to one another and there's, like, no one that's rude or disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And you just have a fun time. Mm. And if you want to play, it's really cheap as well. It's a reasonable price. Because mm-hmm. some places are really expensive. 
Some people have overheads that we don't too, so mm. they're sad. Mm. What else do you want to ask us? Hmm. If you could ask me anything. Hmm. Travis. I'm Batman. Do you, like, do you like being Batman? I love being Batman. <laughs> um, what else should I ask you now? That's asking me a question about asking me a question. Is that a double entendre? Or, uh, or uh, was that uh, rhetorical? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any questions for Travis? Do you have any questions for Dad? Why did you shave? Oh yeah! If you if you guys don't know, my dad shaved and now he's like got. Was it he, called? He was a garden gnome, like he had the fluffy <laughs> grey beard, little buggy <laughs> red cheeks, and now he's got a love tuft. Now he looks like he's I shaved because you know he I went t- out in the city trying I, to I get all the I thought you were like ten, a ten year younger brother of like. Francine. <laughs> well, that's it. You know, people have said, oh, you know, when people have got beards and they shave, they look 10 years younger. And I thought, oh, well, I'll give that a go. And apparently I look 10 years younger. So there you go. You, you only look 70 years. now. I only look 70. <laughs> okay, to be honest, you looked about... 400. <laughs> okay, not that high. About 54 to 56. Really? Yeah, oh. but now you look about... 47 or 48. Okay. So just older than me. Yeah. I'm 45. You're 45? I am 45 years old. That sounds so mean. Just a few months ago. So do you think I should grow the beard back then? Please do not. Why not? I want to see the full, like, hipster 70s goatee. <laughs> Can you get something that Uncle Brian has? That same thing when you have a moustache and, like, it's like a goat. And he half shaves it, though. Yeah. I don't get that. Like, if you have a moustache, have the moustache. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you have a handlebars out at the end, but don't, like, shave half your lip, but not that. No, like, yeah. Uncle Brian has that thing where it goes like that and, like, down the side of it, like, the mouth. How about I grow my hair so it's a mullet Please, all around the back no, and the side. No, 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 I turn no, no, that no, no. into a ponytail. No! I grow my beard long and whiskey with <laughs> some handlebar moustache. I want to see, like, a Chinese goatee that's only the, like, one inch on your chin. It's like a 50 <laughs> oh cent piece goodness. of hair, but it's, like, four feet long. Okay. You plait it and put no, little, little skulls plaited into it. I tell it. you what. How about you and I raise money for charity, Wounded Heroes, and we do that? Grow a beard or shave a head? <laughs> no, have that little 50 cent or 20 cents piece around our chin and we grow it at 12 inches. Please I'm, do I'm already not. in another one that's Please. about to happen. Oh. It's about to be announced. So. Okay. Hmm? I can't talk about it. I'm signed. I spat on my hand and shook somebody's hand and there was a secret deal. How about you and I do it then, though? Oh, I'm not growing a beard. No, 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 yeah, no, no, that no. That thing coming out of that ward on your chin. Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Nup, 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 nup. So. If you could have a gel blaster, any gel blaster, what would it be? What, a gel, what type of gel blaster? Any. Like what type of gel blasters? No, one there? of the rental ones. I, I don't Which know one would you pick? I don't know many. <gasps> I don't know what they're called. Doesn't matter. The the, the most like powerful one, the most powerful one that will the fastest, strongest, biggest ever trucky one. Yeah, okay, Dad. Would you like? I was gonna say, would you like one like mine, or would you like one like Uncle Brian's that uh, James was playing with today? But or? the thing is, I, I. So we need to get you on the field a bit more, don't we? The thing is, because we were going to take you to the last mill sim, but. I want to help out at Milsim. Hmm? I want to help out at, like... You need to play at a Milsim before you can help out at a Milsim. It's one of our basic rules. So that you know what it's like to be a player before you make players have fun. That's right. That's one of the rules. That's right. I'll think You have to it. be at a Milsim as a player before you can start for Milsim. I'll think about it. Okay. <laughs> I just hit it with my nose. And do you remember what you know? We were going to go and play uh, NPCs, weren't we? Do you remember we were going to play? We, we're going to save that for the next one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and and unfortunately, hospital happened, and we couldn't do that. Yep. Quick shout out: October the third. Book that as dates in any minute now. Those tickets are going to drop, and if last time is any indication, you're going to have thirty six hours. So, 
squirrel some money away so that you can buy a ticket because they went lightning fast. That was mind-blowing. We were sitting in a room and my phone would go, ding. It was crazy. Ding, ding, ding. The only time I've (laughs) ever seen that kind of response happen is when somebody tries to book tickets for a concert. Yeah. And we literally had people... um, I know of one person that paid $250 to another player to have their ticket for Parabellum. Wow. That says something. Yeah. That's something amazing. special. We Can don't we get do everything right, but we must be getting something okay. Yeah. Can we do some ASMR? Not in this one, but we'll Next do that one? separately. And, and and the feedback that we've had from Parabellum 2 as well has just been fantastic, you know. Um, Very constructive. Yes. No one just got on and whinged in any of the surveys. It was all, we'd like this changed or we'd like that changed. We liked this. We didn't like that. Yeah. Very, very matter of fact. And we can't cater, you know, you can't cater for everybody, but you mm. know, everybody still had fun even though there was a constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. But you should definitely go play out Wakehall because it's so much fun and, yeah. So you're telling people to play at a field that you don't play at? I have played before two times, actually, two but times. it was really fun. Okay. Oh, down at the bottom, like the, the junkyard. You like the junkyard? Yeah, the junkyard, there's lots of different obstacles, kind of. What about Fort Lang? Where's that? That's the house. Oh, yeah, that's kind of that's pretty fun. Isn't that the one that we hide in? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's, like, different places, and you've got to watch out. Cause you know why it's called Fort Lang, don't you? No. It's named after Cause a like friend of mine. Fort? No. It's named after a friend of mine who died of cancer after he got out of the army. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So if you go to the canteen, there's a picture of him, a bit of a story <gasps> about everything him? he's done. That's Mark Lang. And anyone that knows me knows Bang Bang Mark Lang... Or like peas in a pod for a while there. Couldn't separate us. Like an egg and a yolk. I'm not going to cry, I promise. I don't know. I'm trying to think about something to not to talk about. That's right. We're at 57 minutes. We can end a podcast now. 57? Yeah. 57 minutes, 26 seconds. We're going to make it an hour. It feels yeah, like... We have... By the time we do the outro, we'll we'll be at an hour. It felt like it's been like two hours, like an hour and a half. Really? Yeah. Feels no. like it's been ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not two hours, no. Like an hour and a half then. No, not even that long. Yeah. You think? Yeah. What, you think it was as long as you waiting in a waiting room today? <laughs> oh, damn. Do you know how long I waited? Two hours and twenty minutes? No, it was literally two hours. Literally. 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 Literally or literally? Literally. Look that up in the dinosaur books. Where do I get that? Flippy pages like in a library? Yeah. It's called a dictionary. Oh, that's what it's called. Mm. No, I'm kidding. One is literal, one is literal. The one that's... Literally, I'm like, and she's like, oh, oh. (laughs) So, Avia, it's been a pleasure having you aboard the SS Milsim podcast. You're welcome. We didn't really talk much about Milsim because we can't tell everyone the secrets about what you're going to be doing at the next one. And old squaddy over there. Um, Edward. Edward. <laughs> Thanks, Edward. And just think, Avia, you've made history. You're the first. First 10-year-old girl as well on. No, you're not the first girl. Roxy was the first girl. No, I'm a 10-year-old girl. Well, you're the first 10-year-old and the first 10-year-old girl. Yeah. And the youngest ever. On the podcast. On the podcast. Play some music. Come on. Which music? Just any music. That That funky music white book. What music? Any music that we can dance to because, like, yeah. No. I am going to. Have you got anything else to say before we go? Um, make sure you go play at Wakehall because it's really fun. And thank you, Travis, for having me on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. All right, let's play us out with a funky little tune, white boy. Come on, you can do it, computer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
This has been the MailSim Podcast. We haven't talked a lot about MailSim today, but we'll get there. I like to mix and match it up a bit. I'd like to thank Avia. You broke a record today. Youngest ever. Youngest girl. <laughs> thank you for having me. Good volunteer. And thank Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> You're welcome. If you didn't notice, we called Richard a different name every time that we spoke about his name. <laughs> and my many personalities are so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but the voices, the voices. <laughs> There's still like 25 minutes of this song going. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.